testimony for me too, which was this open door, closed door thing. It's not the move. The move is you ask God, where do you want me to be? Because some doors may look open and he doesn't want you to walk through them. And some doors may look closed and he wants you to open them. This is Study with Friends, a weekly dive into the answers and questions we find in the Bible, in the church, and in the broader Christian faith. I'm Paige, and this week we are talking about reasons to believe, a look at personal testimonies of those who have come to know Christ and how the Spirit has shaped their journey along the way. This episode is part of a series. You can get the rest of the episodes, learn more about the guests you hear, or access any of the resources we provide and learn about the larger work we are doing at studywithfriends.org. Can I call out two things? Yes. You just described one and you skipped over another, but there were two sort of touchstones, I guess is what we're calling them, two milestones, two moments in time that you were going one way and then you went another way. Um, it's always hard to like unpack your own testimony. Mm-hmm. So as I like question you about it, it's not that I'm questioning you. It's that I want to to raise up something that you might just take for granted. That's mm-hmm. why I did with her and, and with you too. And so I'm going to do it with you too. I just want to say, I remember, so obviously it's a little bit co- more connected than I wasn't there for years, but I was right. there for hers. <laughs> I remember the beginning of the conversation at the end of sixth grade. It actually was like a flurry over the summer. Mm-hmm. And you came to me and you said, I don't like the person I'm becoming. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I don't know how to extract. You didn't say extract, but I don't know. How, you described yeah. that. Like what she was experiencing was the inertia mm-hmm. of like, she wanted to be in the popular group. Mm-hmm. She got herself into the popular group. She didn't like who she was becoming and she didn't know how to get out because Mm -hmm. let's be honest, girls are mean. So if you, especially sixth grade girls can be really mean. And then let me be also like transparent. It's mostly the popular girls that are the meanest. No, yeah, it was me. I know. (laughs) I wasn't going to call you out that way. But what she, what we knew was going to happen is if she broke ranks, not only was she going to lose that friendship, she would gain enemies. Yep. And that was really scary for I, her. Yeah. Yeah. And and yes, you became a, a, a person who was embracing ugly behavior. But I, I didn't feel the need to say that for two reasons, because I love you and I didn't want to shame you in that way, but also because it was the point of you recognizing that that I thought was more significant. Yeah. Like, it can happen to anybody. If we keep Absolutely. bad company, we're going to become like those people. So. Mm-hmm. I'm not excusing what you did, and and I know that that was painful for you to reconcile what you what you did during that time, but pushing past it, I think that you have to you have to identify and tell me if you think I'm wrong because I don't want to assert or ins- insert my opinion about it. But I think anybody could identify as an adult for a sixth grader to say to okay. have that much. I don't know, awareness or sensitivity to the spirit of God that's living in her saying, this isn't right. Mm -hmm. That's the Holy Spirit. That's the Holy Spirit. No sixth grade girl who's cruising along in the popular crowd is going to be like, I got to get out of here. And you guys described something different. 
it's interesting to hear it from the other side. Absolutely. Like yeah. a, a, if you weren't in the popular group and you're like, oh, that was so an aspiration or it was so painful for me not to be. Mm-hmm. Here's the other side. Yeah. She was fully in it. Yeah. And she was like, this is awful. And so I guess what we say is middle school is just awful, no matter where you are in the social structure. (laughs) And so, so I think that's a moment that you have to kind of identify that like you agreed with the Holy Spirit, but the Holy Spirit raised himself up in you to, to push you into a different situation. He was like, she can't stay here Mm -hmm. if she's going to become the person that I have her in mind to become, Mm -hmm. which she must because I'm God, right? So he pushed that. To me, that was a Holy Spirit thing that you have to kind of uh, acknowledge because you, the way you said it was like, I just recognized and I decided. But when you look back as a sixth grader, who recognizes that? Like the things that you did as I I think sixth grade and 12, you called, it's around that age. And like, that's unusual. Let's just be honest. That's unusual for a young person like that to have that spiritual maturity or presence. And it's the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit prompting you and putting you on a path, a different path, what we what we talked about. So I wanted to call that out as like sort of a, a Holy Spirit moment. And then the other one that you didn't really talk about was deciding for college. Okay. Which was another place where the Holy Spirit was like, yeah, this is the direct, this is the way, walk in it. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if you would want to expand on that. I can that. expound. So I had this, uh, I guess it was kind of most of my high school career. It was this like dream school. I guess it was maybe when, I don't I don't really know honestly when it started. But I guess I, when you started looking at colleges, yeah, so probably maybe, ninth, 10th grade. Yeah. It was this kind of dream school. It was in a place where I, it was in California, in a place where I really wanted it, where I really wanted to be like, it was the weather was nice. It was like a, a really a really prestigious school. It was like super low acceptance rate, kind of expensive. So I was like, and I unfortunately had fallen into like, I want to go to the best school. Like I want to be like I want people to be like, wow, she got in there. Like wow, that's a really good school. Um, and I was finding, I I think it was like the validation of that was really attractive to me. Um, and so I really wanted to go there, and then. I was like, I'm gonna just see if I get in. I got in and they gave me a lot of tuition money and I was like, okay, this is perfect. Um, and then um, as I did more like research and I was like, okay, I'm going. And But then as I did more, you know, I was thinking about it more, I was praying about it. And then we went to this like virtual open house and then it was just kind of like, as soon as I was like, we were watching these videos, I was like, this is not, this is not the move. And it was just like, they were not, as it was a christian school but they were not as focused on um the faith of their students as i wanted them to be because uh, my mom has told me for the longest time college years are so formative like you know you whatever so i was like i knew that the that i would i would um be shaped yes by the place that i went so <clears throat> so it was really painful for me because it was like I really loved the school and I really wanted to go and I was like I, and I told people I was like this is my school this is where I really want to go mm-hmm. and it was really painful for me to kind of step away from that because again like the validation of it being such a good school I was like I it, I really want to go then I started looking at um this other school which is 
spoiler alert, the school I ended up going to, <laughs> um, my sister goes to. And I saw how much she loved it, and I had visited a couple times, and I saw the priorities of the school, and the school is so concerned about the faith of the students and the connections that they have there and and like the support and that was really attractive to me um so for a while it was kind of like where am I gonna go like because I really really loved the school that I had thought about for all of high school but it it seemed like the other school might have been a better fit um and so then we went on this um retreat in 12th grade and it was kind of it was for seniors only it was kind of focused around like making the college decision which was perfect um and it was a lot of prayer time and like making the decision so I was like okay God where do you want me to go like I know that wherever you want me to go is the place I'm supposed to be so make it clear to me and I think I kind of knew that I should go to the other school but through that retreat I like it was I had so much peace about it and I was like okay I I no longer like want to go to the school and it was like it was a big I was really upset for a while because I was like I really want to go here but I mean it's hard to describe because I would I would just tell you guys that I had peace about it and you guys would understand what I'm saying but I guess I I I there's nothing else I can say to describe it other than like I felt completely content in going to a school I never thought I would want to go to. So I know that that was God telling me to go where I went because I'm so happy there. I I would never want to go anywhere else. Um, And I know it was that that's where I'm supposed to be. But that was, I guess, another point. Yeah. And I think interesting about your journey is that that school you didn't end up going to. So we, we, uh, anyone who's applied to college, you have your reach school or schools and you have your safety schools and you have your middle of the road. And this was her reach school because it was a very highly selective school. And as a, I'm just going to sort of coattail because there was some testimony for me in that as a mom, um, because I, you know, you don't know where your child's supposed to be. And I think her dad and I were really careful about not imprinting where we thought she should go because we knew that like that could create resentment or make her feel like I didn't really want to go here, but I went here because my parents wanted me to go here. And, and I think it wasn't so hard for us to do that because we knew that God would show her. We didn't have to kind of put our beaks in that. And by the way, I did not know that with my first child and I was less chill <laughs> about where she was going. So, you know, the f- poor first pancake never, never, you know, always gets the whatever. Um, and so, but I learned through that experience. So like God is on top of this. And so, um, but then I also put this false thinking on it, which was, well, if God doesn't want her to be at that reach school, we well, just won't let her get in. Mm-hmm. And then she got in. Mm-hmm. And in my spirit, I didn't know if she was supposed to be there. Um, I didn't, I, and I said this to you, and this was honest. I was like, I don't know where you're supposed to be. Could be that you're supposed to be there and be light to shine. Mm-hmm. I don't know. 
But I kept putting, you know how we say this? Well, God will close doors. This is one of my pet peeves because all the doors were open. My next thing was, it's a really expensive school. And I was like, so we'd want to see some tuition, some scholarship, some significant scholarship. And then I thought, okay, he's a highly selective school. And for them to give her money, besides, now I discounted what a good student she was, so I shouldn't have thought that <laughs> way. But for them to give her like that much money, I was like, that'll be what rules it out. They won't give her the money. And then they came with this package. And I was like, what is happening? <laughs> it really felt like, it, I, I was like, okay, is God, is this God? Right. Like, and so what right, I want to yeah. share in my, my part of my little peripheral part of adjacent to your bigger testimony moment is that there was a testimony for me too, which was this open door, closed door thing. It's not the move. The move is you you ask God, where do you want me to be? Because some doors may look open and he doesn't want you to walk through them. And some doors may look closed and he wants you to open them. Yeah. And so that for me was, I knew that in my head, but this was a very real moment where that kind of played out because all the doors were open and she was mature enough and in a great environment at her school where they were like walking you through the senior year to make the right choice. But that all happened, and she was able to say, this is the way. That, that she was able to hear the Spirit say, this is the way, walk in it. And, you know, the other school, the school where she ended up, didn't, didn't give her as much money. So, you know, and like, they gave her some money, not, not, not to be rude. But, they, but the, you know, so they, there was um, this, like, there was no mathematical equation that we could just be like, oh, this must be what God wants. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... I just thought that, you know, as a mom, that's an ancillary testimony to how God works and, and how, you know, for me, that was another reason to believe that God is active and working in our lives because I don't know, as the mom, you think you're going to know before the kid knows, or you're going to know better than the kid knows, or you're going to need to steer or correct. And the truth is that she, through the Holy Spirit was, she didn't need me, you know, um, and so that's, and I don't, none of you are moms yet, but, but from a mom point of view, that might sound like a weird reason to believe, but it's a big reason to believe, to see that God is sure. active in, in raising your children mm-hmm. when you feel like that's all on you. Um, that's a, that's a big affirmation of my faith mm-hmm. to see yeah. how God worked at pivotal moments in my children's lives, um, the other one is my older daughter who only applied to one Christian college and was sure she didn't want to go to a Christian college. And I was like bereft, mm-hmm. you know, cause I was like, she's going to walk away from our faith, you know? Oh. <laughs> and, 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 you know, and in that, I remember in that moment, I don't know if you remember this. It was when we were at one school and we, she said, I, I hate yeah. it here. And I, it was a Christian school. I was like, I was crying. <laughs> on the bench of a restaurant because we had just done the school tour and I was like, this isn't going well and I'm worried about my daughter. And and this is another Holy Spirit moment. My da- oldest daughter comes over and sits down and says to me, Mom, I don't want you to worry about this. Because she had said, I don't think I want to go to Christian school. And I was like, but, but I feel like you should. And, and how do we meet in the middle? And she said, I don't want you to worry about this because you're going to pray and I'm going to pray and God's either going to change my heart or he's going to change yours. A 16 year old. It's like a mic drop. Right. And (laughs) it is a mic drop, but it's also so filled with the Holy spirit. Yeah. 
And that's what I'm talking about. So as a mom, I could give you touchstones of parenting where I was like, God is real because he's in my children in ways that I know I didn't brainwash them. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Let's be honest. Mm -hmm. There's a whole community of people who think those of us who were raised in the church and those of us who raise our children in the church, it's just a whole brainwashing Mm -hmm. situation. Mm -hmm. And as a parent who's raised children in the church, there are moments where God reminds you he is real and he is working and he is working in your children. Mm -hmm. And their experience is wholly separate. W H O, not holy, but yeah. also holy, completely separate from yours. And he is going to raise yeah. up their faith and be real to them. And by the way, obviously, he did change her mind. Thank God. But I, w- yeah. but the interesting part was, even as he was changing her mind, he was changing mine to have peace. That if yeah. she went to a secular school, God went with her no matter where she mm-hmm. was. So interestingly, he changed both our minds. Yeah. And then the outcome just happened to be a Christian school for my older daughter too. So those, I know that might sound like, I mean, these are all little pieces of our testimony. Oh, yeah. And they are reasons that I believe that that our faith is real. And I, I, I didn't mean to like steal your thunder, but I think as you as you share your moments those are moments for yeah. the people around you too. One of the prompts that I gave you guys before our time today was, was there anything, a testimony of a family or friend that has given you additional reason to believe? And I sit here and say, it's the testimony of raising my children. There's a huge testimony of my husband watching him come to the Lord or come back to the Lord. Like that's a huge affirmation of my faith to watch what the Lord did in my husband's life. And so I think I just wanted to kind of share that, that, that none of our faith exists in a vacuum. Like what we're doing right now is very intentional. We're saying, let's share and talk about the reasons that we believe. And we hope that that is sticky for somebody that that yeah. that they really are like wow that was a an impactful story that's what the testimony is meant to do mm-hmm. but but we live our lives in a way that that faith shines through and people are impacted and uh, I think in many cases we don't even know some of the things that are impactful to other people yeah. is there anything that comes to mind when I say that or is there anything else that I know you had a couple notes of things you wanted to share we have a little bit more time you saying that has reminded me and I don't know if this is I mean I know it's relevant to the conversation about whatever you saying that like that my experiences have impacted you um which makes sense I think that your experiences have impacted me as well I was just thinking about how you when like you wanted to start the ministry you were just like I think that God is calling me to do this and I was like okay and then there were so many, like, just, it just, like, it went so fast. And you were, like, on the radio. And then you were all over the radio. And then you were, <laughs> and then, like, it, it was just, like, so fast. And I, I was kind of shocked by, I guess I, I guess I was so in it that, like, I was like, okay, this is happening now. Mm-hmm. But now that I look back on it, I was like, sh- I, it's crazy how, like, yeah. what happened. And, and then you wrote a book. And it was, like, I think it was your, you walking through that journey and just being completely, like, because I, I know this isn't really something that you would want to, like, I mean, obviously you wanted to, but you don't want to talk, like, you don't like mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. speak, like, it like, you don't feel like, whatever, you know what I mean. Yeah, I do. You're like, <laughs> can I tell yeah. you what, can <laughs> yeah. I say, tell everybody else, because you and I are talking in shorthand. Yeah. And don't let me put words in your mouth, but let me, let me know if I'm articulating yeah. what you're saying. 
knowing me intimately, she knew that this wasn't an aspirational thing for me. I wasn't like, ooh, let me start a ministry or ooh, let me write a book. In both cases or ooh, any of it. Mm-hmm. In in all the cases, I've always been like, no, mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. Yeah. And that's what I think she's talking about, to watch the Lord work yeah. in and through me as a somewhat reluctant um, participant. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I think, sh- uh, is that what you're saying? Yes. Shows you that um, the Lord kind of just makes a way. Yeah, just watching him change your heart has been impactful for me because you're very stubborn. And it's true. I don't think anybody anybody here could have changed. <laughs> it could have changed Any your mind. Sometimes yeah. it's the very people that are stubborn. It's like God is like, oh, those are the best people I like to work with because <laughs> yeah. he knows that once you flip, you'll be stubborn in the right way. Right. It's like nothing it, will deter it, me. And yeah. it will be yeah. a testimony to others. Cause yes. like, how did she change her mind? Like, that's not her. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, that's yeah. funny. And you know, I just remembered was you were there when we found out that we were going to be on nationwide. Yeah. Well, you came into my room. No, we were on our way to the pool store. And my friend, <laughs> my friend oh, texted yeah. me and said, did you get my email? Yeah. And I said, no. And uh-huh. he said, did you get my email? And I said, no. And I gave you the phone oh, yeah. to open the email because I was driving. Mm. And to the pool store. To the pool store. <laughs> and it's a pivotal uh, part of the story. I do. Uh, that's actually was. The, so it's interesting because now, now that we've had the ministry for, I want to say eight years. I, of course, have testimonies about this space and how God has been huge and what he's called all of us to. There's about 30 people who work on the ministry and in the ministry. So what he's called us to do, how he's called people in. He called me first, but I wasn't alone for long. He just started calling other people in and they caught the vision that the Holy Spirit had given me and um, and oh. that, that radio thing was one, was one of those moments. I literally, I totally forgot about that, but now I can, I, now I can literally see the email. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I was like, he, cause she kept like, reading yeah, like, Is all that the stations. Like, no, there's another one. Like, so we have so a many. really beautiful partnership with Wilkins Radio Network. Love you, Wilkins Radio Network. And, um, in that moment they made a decision to, we were on, I think like four stations with them and they made a decision to take us nationwide and and he was he, my friend Barry. Love you, Barry. He had sent this email, and he's like, "Here are the stations, and here are the markets, and here are the places all over the country that 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 we would like to put you on." And and I remember Barry saying to me, "We just think that the Lord is working in your ministry, and we've been blessed by it, and we think that more people can be blessed by it." And unless you know about radio and how that whole industry works, it's hard for you to understand what a huge deal that was. Trust me when I say it was a big deal. And um, and I was like almost in tears because she kept reading all these stations and all these markets. And I mean, I was a little, I was overwhelmed because I felt like that's a lot of people to potentially hear me mess up. You know, I still feel that way. But there was no denying that moment of God saying through these people, um, you know, that the work we were doing was faithful to him and he was pleased to bless it. This program is produced by Study With Friends. Learn more about us at studywithfriends.org. 
and sign up there for email devotionals or download our Bible studies for free. If you are blessed by our work, please consider supporting our ministry with a donation. We believe in the local church. Please find a congregation where you can plug in and experience all aspects of the Christian life. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time when we study with friends. Thank you.